Uh, today's daf is Ksubas Daf Lametes, and we are about eight lines from the bottom of Daf Lametes Amid Beis. So the Mishnah discussed the Machloikis, Rabbi Yosei Aglili and Rabbi Akiva, regarding Anaira Shenes Arsa Veneskarsha. So ordinarily, someone who's Ma'anes or Mafata Anaira or Ektana, the Knas goes Lavia. It's a Pasuk in the Torah. There's a Chiyu of Knas of Hamishim Kesef. Who does the Knas go to? It goes to the girl's father. The Shailah and the Mishnah was, what about a Naira that was Nisarsa, not Nisuin, in which case her father would lose complete control over her. She only had Eresin, in which case the father does still have some control over her. Afterwards, she was Nisgarsha. So right now, she's a Pnuya. Somebody was either Ma'anis or Mafata her. There's no Chiyu of Misa, because right now all she is is a Grusha, but she was Nisarsa at one point. If someone's Ma'anis her now, is there a Chi of Knas or is there not a Chi of Knas? So in the Mishnah we saw two opinions, in the Brisa we saw a third opinion. Rabbi Yisak Lili says, Ain't no Knas. There's no Chi of Knas at all. Because the Torah says very clearly that the only time there's a Chi of Knas is if the girl was Loy Oiraso. And just like when it says Naira, Naira's Dafka, and just like when it says Psula, Psula's Dafka, when it says Ashaloy Oiraso, Ashaloy Oiraso's Dafka as well. Rabbi Kiva, Oimer, Rabbi Kiva argued. He said, It's true, there's a Drosha of Ashaloy. However, Ashaloya Rasa just teaches me that the only time the Chi of Knas goes to the father is if she was Loya Rasa. But if she was a Rasa, there is a Chi of Knas. However, Knas Alatzma, Kivin the Brisa was a third Shita, he said Ashaloya Rasa is Mufna. It has no meaning in the Pashup Shad and the Pazak at all. And even a Naira that was Loya Rasa gets Knas, and the Knas goes Lavia, just like it would go in an ordinary case. So three Shitas. According to Rabbi no knas at all. According to Rabbi the Mishnah, knas, knas la via, a knas la atzma. And according to Rabbi the Braisa, it's a regular case, knas, and the knas goes to her father, just like it would always go. Tanur Rabbana, knas la me. Braisa discussing who knas goes to. So, knas la me, la via, la so the Gemara asks, La'atzma amai? How could you say the Knas goes La'atzma? Isn't it Psukim in the Torah that say very clearly that the Knas always goes to the Father? The case was the case of our Mishnah where she was Nesarsev and Neskarsha and the two opinions in the Brisa that discuss whether the Knas goes Lavia or goes La'atzma are the two Shittas Rabbi Akiva Rabbi Akiva de Masnisen Rabbi Akiva de Brisa the opinion in the Brisa that says Knas Lavia is Rabbi Akiva in the Brisa and the opinion in the Brisa that says Knas La'atzma is Rabbi Akiva in the Mishnah Amar Abayas before we go weiter the first Mishnah in the next parak, Nairish and Espatza, is going to pick up really where Elo Nairis is going to leave off. And that is, it's going to continue to discuss the halachas of Oynes and Mafata. Two halachas mentioned in the Mishnah that are relevant to today's daf, and that is the Mishnah says that although the halacha is that someone who's ma'anas or mafata or naira, the knas goes lavia, it goes to the father. However, if the father would die, before the Hamada Bedins, before Bezdin determines that this person, Ruven, was a Ma'anas or Mafat, and he has to give Knas. If the father would die before that happens, so the Halacha would be that there would be a Chi of Knas, but the Knas would go La'atzma. So if the father dies before the Hamada Bedin, at the time Bezdin is paskining that there's a Chi of Knas, there is no father, so that doesn't mean that there's no Knas. There is a Knas. The Knas is going to go to her. Additionally, if she would become a Bagaris, what's a Bagaris? Six months after she's a Naira, she becomes a Bagaris. 
Bageris. If she would become a Bageris before the Hamad Bedin, the Halacha would be the same. She would be the one to get Knas. It's clear in the Torah that the Halacha of Oynas Mafato applies only to a Naira. Machlik is Ramey Nachachomim. What about a Katana? A Bageris, everybody agrees there's no Chi of Knas. But that's only if the Maisabia happened to a Bageris. Then there's not going to be a Knas of Oynas Mafato. If the Maisabia happened to either a Katana or a Naira, and then just later, at the time of the Hamad Bedin, when Bezdin was actually judging this case, then she became a Bageris. That won't exclude the Parsha of Knas. It will alter the Parsha of Knas. Where it tweaks the Halacha is that whereas ordinarily the Knas calls Lavia, as is Mefurish in the Torah. In this case, it's not going to go Lavia. In this case, it's going to go to her. So Abaya said the following Abaya, What if she died before the Hamadabedin? Obviously, after the Biyah, but before the Hamadabedin. So he said, Potter, there too, the halach is going to change, and there the halach is going to be that the Oynes and the Mefata is going to be Potter. So, doesn't change who the knas goes to, but Potter. Shinemar, the Nosan Lavi Naira, the knas goes to the father of the Naira, and Rabbiya Darshan, the Loy Lavi Mesa, not to the father of the Mesa. Says the Gemara, Bilsa the Pshit of Leila Abaya, this halacha, which was very Pasha to Abaya, I mean, by Leila Rava, Rava was not so clear of the Bayi Rava, because Rava declared the following Shiloh, Yesh Bogor Bekever, Oyeim Bogor Bekever. This is a real Yeshiva Shasugya. The halacha of Bogris, could that could a girl become a Begeres, Bekever, or not? What does it mean? So a Begeres is six months after a girl becomes a Naira. Become a Naira when you bring Shtei Cyrus. The reason we assume Nairus is 12 is because of the Chazaka, that usually a 12-year-old girl has Shtei Cyrus. Like a 12, 13-year-old boy has Shtei Cyrus. But six months after Nairus is when a girl becomes a Begeres. What happens if the girl died after she was a Naira? So that's six months after she was a Naira, she wasn't alive anymore. She was Bekever. So now it's six months from when she was a Naira, and she's Bekever right now. Is there a Chalois Begeres that's Chal on this girl when she's Bekever? Or does the girl have to be alive in order to become a Begeres? Lamai Nafkimina will discuss in the Gemara what the Nafkimina is going to be. But could a girl become a Begeres if she's not alive? Or can she not become a Begeres if she's not alive? Say the Achreinim, what's the explanation of the Shiloh? What would be the beer? So they say very simply, is Begeres just... Uh, halacha of Zman, six months after Nairus, you automatically become a Begeris. Nothing changes in the girl, there's no Shino Yagov. Six months after Nairus, Nairus has to do with the Shino Yagov, Nairus is Cyrus, so that has something to do with the maturity of the girl. Six months later, she automatically becomes a Begeris. If that's the case, maybe even if she's Bekever, she could become a Begeris. Or is Begeris also a stage in the maturation of the girl? So that if she's alive, she's maturing, her body is functioning, so then it's possible to become a Begeris. But if she's not alive anymore, how can you become a Begeris Bekever? If Begeris means that the body's maturing to a certain extent, then it wouldn't be possible to have maturation. We had a Gemara, if you recall, we learned Thursday night, earlier on the Yomid, the Gemara said that becoming a Begeris is a Shino Yagov. It's also a Sugi Arucha Mesechtes Yevomis Daf Nuntes. The Gemara over there discusses a Kongodol, Machlekes Tanam, where the Kongodol is allowed to marry a Begeris. Why would a Kongodol not be allowed to marry a Begeris? Because a Begeris loses some of her Besulim. So it's clear that there is some sort of shiniagov. So there's a toysvus in Yavamis Dafman test. It's a very long discussion in the Akhrenim. But that was Rav Shaila. Yesh Bagar Bekever, or Eim Bagar Bekever. Lemay Nafkimina. So Rav explained. Yesh Bagar Bekever, Udabna Hava. So just like the Mishnah says, we spoke out in the beginning of the fourth parak that if a girl becomes a Begeris 
after the Oynas of Mephata, before the Hamada Bedin. The halach is that she keeps the Knas, and maybe the same thing would be true over here. Now, she's not alive over here when she became a bug of a kever, so you can't say you're going to give her the Knas, she's dead. What it means is, her Yarshim would get the Knas. So, for example, if she had a child, her son would get the Knas. Or perhaps, in bug of a kever. Or maybe you can't become a Begeris Bekever. So, if at the time of the Hamada Bedin, she was not alive, even if six months passed, it doesn't matter, she didn't become a Begeris, she didn't become a Begeris, as if she was a Naira at the time of the Hamada Bedin, father would get the Knesset. The Gemara asks, is this case even possible? We said the nafkamina of Yesh Bagar Bekever in Bagar Bekever is, is if she was a Bagar Bekever at the time of that mother Bedin, does her son get the Knesset or does the father get the Knesset? How could she have a son at the time of a Bagar Bekever? Why? There are three women that are allowed to use a Moich during Tashmish. We'll see more specifically what Meshamshis Bemoich means in a minute. But the three women that are allowed to use a Moich, what's the purpose of a Moich? The purpose of a Moich would be to make sure that she doesn't become pregnant through the beer. So ordinarily, a woman cannot use a moich. Why not? Because of the iser hashchasa zera. Zera lo But there are three noshim that are allowed to use moich. Elohim, ktana, umu beres, umei niko. Why? Ktana, shemet tesaber v'tomos. Because we're concerned that she may become pregnant. And if she becomes pregnant, v'tomos, she will die. Mu beres, shemet A pregnant woman has to use a moich because we're afraid that she may become pregnant again and it's going to harm the first child. Mei a woman that's Nursing a child also is allowed to use a moich, shema tigmoil as because we're concerned that she may become pregnant while she's nursing, which will cause her not to have milk to feed her child, in which case her child may end up dying. So these three women, it's a sakana for them to become pregnant. And for that reason, whereas ordinarily a woman's not allowed to use a moich to prevent her from becoming pregnant, these three women are allowed. It says the Braiso Vezeu Ktano, what is the definition of a ktano? That's Mishamish Bemoich. It means from 11 to 12. Usually a ktana is from when she's born until she's 12. No, here it means only from 11 to 12. Why? Anything younger or older is not a problem. Younger is not a problem because she can't become pregnant before she's 11. She can only become pregnant from when she's 11 until she's 12. And during that time is when it's a sakana. Once she's 12, she's not a ktana anymore. So... Therefore, the halacha would only apply from the age of 11 to 12. The Chachamim famously say that Aktana and Amuberes and Menekes are all allowed to be Meshamesh Kedarka and they don't have this heter of Moich. Why? I, what about the Sakana? No, don't take care of her. Because the Pasuk says, Shomer Pesayim Hashem. Hashem takes care of the fools and if they were foolish enough to do it in that way, I have nothing to worry about. And that impacts the halacha that Mishameshes Kedarka. So what's the kasha? The kasha is you see that a woman can't become pregnant until she's 12. Vechitema asks the Gemara, Di'i Abra, me become pregnant and give birth to a child until she's 12. Because if she becomes pregnant before she's 12, then she's going to die. So Vechitema, you'll tell me, Di'i Abra, Kishinaira, So I have how this case worked out. She became pregnant after she was 12, and she gave birth to a child before she became a Begeris. But that would mean that the child was born before six months. So the Gemara asks, Is it possible for a child to be born before six months? A lot of this mitzias clearly has changed. But the Gemara said it's not possible for a baby to be born in less than six months. And Shmuel said, That the whole period between Nairus and Bagris is six months. So if the whole period is six months and a child can't be born within six months, so it's not possible. She couldn't have 
got pregnant and had a child when she was younger than 12. And if she died before she became a Bagaris, that means the child had to have been born before she became a Bagaris, which is within six months from when she became pregnant. Children are not born within six months. The Gemara says, V'chitemu, you'll tell me that although Shmuel said, It's butts and root like, you just meant to speak, say that it can't be less than six months. But maybe there are situations where a girl could become a Bagaris later than six months. But he said, and Ella sounds like Dafka six months. So it's not even possible to it's not possible to have a case of Yesh Boga Bekever where we're discussing a Shaila of whether or not her child is going to Yarshin or Elo Hachikomi Boyle. You have to say when Rova cleared a Shaila, Yesh Boga Bekever and Boga Bekever, that Shaila wasn't whether her child should Yarshin or whether the father should get the Knaz. Elo Hachikomi Boyle, Yesh Boga Bekever, Upaka of, meaning nobody is going to get it, the father not, because Yesh Boga Bekever, she couldn't have had a child, so she doesn't have any Yarshim, so no one's getting it. Maybe in Boga Bekever, so that. The father would be able to get it. Marbaravashi had a different version of what Rav Shiloh was. The Shiloh was not Yesh Boga Bekever, Ein Boga Bekever. The Shiloh was a different Shiloh. Misa Oisa Bagras, Oyein Oisa Bagras Teku. Meaning it's Pashat Ein Boga Bekever. The fact, the Metsios of Bagras can happen to a girl that's not alive. The question was, does Misa, the girl dying, affect her halachically the same way her becoming a Bagaris would, or not? So, for example, the halacha is that a Bagaris, Bishasa Madabedin, the father doesn't get Knas. She gets Knas. If she died, at the time of the Hamada Bedin. Maybe the father there too also wouldn't get Knas. Who would get the Knas? Nobody would get the Knas. But the Shiloh wasn't whether she could become a Bagaris, but rather whether her Misa would impact her halachically, like a Bagaris, not a Bagaris, but rather like a Bagaris. Teku, and he wasn't sure. So just coming back to the beginning of the Gemara. Milsa the Pshita Lele Abayo, Mi the Rava. Abayo said it was Poshit, that Baalel Umesa, Potter, that if she's not alive at the time of the mother, but then there's no chi of knas at all. That was Rav Shailo. You see, Marbar Avashi's version of Rav Shailo of Bhagav Kever was exactly the Shailo. If she's not alive at the time of the mother, but then what is the halacha? Is there a chi of knas or is there not a chi of knas? Another Shiloh. What if she was an Arusa at the time of the Amad Abedin? Now, so the Mishnah discusses where he died, the father died at the time of the Amad Abedin, where she was a Begaris at the time of the Amad Abedin. We just now discussed the Shiloh, Abay and Rava, if she died at the time of the Amad Abedin. What if she was Nisarsa at the time of the Amad Abedin? It doesn't say anywhere that Kriyav Knas is only if she's not an Arusa. What it does say is Ashaloy Arusa at the time of the Bia. So whether she was an Arusa at the time of the Bia, that impacts Salah. Who cares whether she's an Arusa or not at the time of the mother within? But he said, that can't be a Raya. Because Hadatanya, there's a Bryce that says, If she was a Nesua, she actually had Nesua at the time of the mother within, then she for sure gets the Knas. Now, doesn't say that in the Torah. We just know it based on what we know. So maybe the same would be true if she's an Arusa. So he said back, over there, Bagrus is something that ordinarily takes a girl out of the control of her father, as does Nesuin. So there we say a cheshbin, ma bagrus ba'aleu bagrulatzma, just like a begeres. The halacha is if she becomes a begeres at the time of that mother bedin, she keeps the knas for herself. Af Nesuin ba'aleu nisus laatzma, because Nesuin and Bagrus are very comparable throughout Shah. So it makes sense that the Mishnah's halacha of Bagrus at the time of mother bedin would apply to Nesuin as well. Elon Erisin, but with regard 
regards to Erisin, there is no svara to say that if she becomes an Arusa, the father should lose control over her. Because Throughout Shas, you don't find that a father loses control over his Naira that's a Murasa. In fact, it's a Mufurish of Ishno. Naira Murasa. A Naira that's a Murasa. A Via Ubailam if you're in love with The father's chus that he ordinarily has to be made for the Nadarma of his daughter, he still has. He shears it together with her husband, but he definitely has chusim. So for to tell me that if she's an Arusa at the time of the mother, but then the father doesn't get the knas, for that you would need a makar. To tell me that an Asua doesn't get knas, that I know me svara, that, that would be consistent with the father's halach, the father's chusin that he ordinarily has in his daughter that's an Asua. So for that I don't need a pasuk. Just like for Bagaris, I don't need a pasuk. I don't need a pasuk for an Asua either. With regards to uh, Arusa, that I would need a, a pasuk, and that's what he told him back. There is no pasuk. It says Ashley Arusa. It doesn't say Ashley Arusa. Being that it doesn't say Ashley Arusa, I don't have a makar. If I don't have a makar, therefore I have no basis to say that the halach is that the father won't get the knas in the case that she became and Arusa. So the Gemara mentioned the Brisa of Sholosh Noshim Meshamshus Ben Loich. This Brisa is mentioned in many areas in Shas. Look at the Mesorah Shas. Yevomus Daf Yud Beis Amid Beis Daf Kuf Amid Beis Nida Daf Nun Hey Nedarim Daf Lam Hey. So it's something that's mentioned in a whole bunch of places. And there's a very important Machlokes Rashi in Tosfos right here. Yevomus Yud Beis had to understand Pashup Shad in the Gemara of Sholosh Noshim Meshamshus Ben Loich. It has ramifications, lahalacha, not for today, but a very important, at least the aleph base of the sugya, machoikis rashi and toysis. Rashi says that when the Brisa says, Sholish Noshim Meshamshes Vemoich, what it means is, Mutorois, I'm reading Rashi and Yavamis, Mutorois Loseis Moich, Bemokim Tashmish, Kishahe Meshamshes Kedeshalay Sabah. What it means is, is that she's allowed to take a Moich, put it inside Oisei Mokim at the time that the actual Tashmish is taking place. And that's a Chiddush, because you would think that if the B is happening not directly to the guf of the Isha, but with the Moich in between, that that should constitute. And ordinarily it would constitute Zerol of Atala. However, the Chachamim allowed these three Noshim to be Meshamish B'moich. Toysvah says it's not possible that the Chachamim would allow something like this to happen. Toysvah quotes Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam says that a man who's boiled a woman, even his wife, and there's a moich inside the goof of the woman at the time of Tashmish. Harehu kematel zera al valavonim. It's like he's being matel zera and etzvavonim. It's not considered a bia with ishtoi. It's considered a bia directly on the moich, and it's pure zera lavatola. So there's no question that that would be awesome. What does the mish? What does the brisa mean when it says Rameir said sholish nashim b'shamshus moich? It means that we allowed moich after Tashmish. So whereas ordinarily moich la'achat Tashmish is a problem, over here a moich la'achat Tashmish will be fine. Says Toysviz that the truth is moich la'achat Tashmish is really always fine. Rabbeinu Tam says, ah, you'll tell me by putting a moich in after Tashmish, what you're doing is you're now causing this woman not to be able to become pregnant. So Toysviz says, zera levatol has nothing to do with a woman being able to become pregnant through the zera. And I'll prove it to you. The teretz is husband and wife, in addition to the mitzvah puruvu, there's a mitzvah of sheves, it's a husband and wife, there's chiyu ve'oyna. So zera levatol is not related to puruvu. 
Because if it was related to Puravu, an islandist would never have a head to be So clearly one has nothing to do with the other. If that's the case, then shouldn't be a problem. What's the issue? The issue is that it's because no, it's not. There was no Moich there at the time of Tashmish. Elamai, the issue is that she's going not going to be able to become a Muberis through that Tashmish. So what? Why is that different than a Ketal and an islandist? So really it's always Mutter. So what does it mean? Shalish Nashim Mishamshis Moich. According to Rashi, there's a Chiddush in Shalish Nashim Mishamshis Moich. You can have the Moich there at the time of but according to Rabbeinu Tam, you can't have the Moich Tibishas Tashmish. So what does it mean? La'acha Tashmish. La'acha Tashmish, it's always mutter. Says Rabbeinu Tam, you have to say that what Shalish Nashim Mishamshis B'moich means is Tzrichas L'shamish B'moich. Ordinarily, you're allowed to be Mishamish B'moich, but you don't have to. These three women, the Pnei HaSakona, are actually obligated to be Mishamish B'moich. So two Machleikness in Rashi, Rabbeinu Tam, Pashu Pshad, had to learn the Gemara. According to Rashi, Shalish Nashim Mishamshis B'moich means Moich B'shas Tashmish, Mishamshis means Mutaris L'shamish B'moich. They don't have to, they're allowed to. And the Chiddush is that it's not Zer L'vatolo, although the Moich is there B'shas Tashmish. According to Rabbeinu Tam, Sholish Nosh Mishamshis B'moich means Dafkala Achat Tashmish. Ah, you're always allowed to. Mishamshis B'moich means Tzrichos L'shamshis B'moich. This Tosis is quoted by the Paiskin. There's a Shuvah for Amosha, and there's a Shuvah for Chaim Moizer, and I believe Shuvah is from Kivager, but there's a lot of discussion here in the Achreinim, and a lot of the Halachas regarding different forms of birth control come from this Machlikis Rashi and Tosis right here, and some of the Lushainis that Tosis uses, Amoich Peshas Tashmish, Lacha Tashmish. So a lot of these Sfaras, it sounds like from the Sugi that women also have a Iser to be Moitzi Zer Levatola. It's something that's not exclusive to men. Women also, because we're talking to the woman. Is she allowed to be Meshamash B'moich? We're saying that she's allowed because otherwise she would have an Iser Zer Levatola. That's the Mashmois. So either way, that's the... That's the sugi over here of Sholish Nashim Mishamshis B'moich. Incidentally, one other place where this halacha plays out, and that is regarding a woman that's a Meinekes. So the halacha is a woman that's uh, a pregnant woman, that she's either... Uh, she's either divorced or she's an almana, so she's not allowed to get married as long as she's still nursing her child. That's the halacha. How long does she have to wait? So it's halacha and shulchan aruch. And Vanessa sitting with Gimel, she has to wait. Chafta al She has to wait twenty four months before she gets married. And the reason is because if she will become pregnant, why she's a meinekes, there could be a sakana for her child. I asks the Gemara, Yevamos daf membezam and aleph, then. Uh, Meineke should never be able to have Bia even with her own husband. Maybe she's going to become pregnant. According to the Chachamim, the Teretz is Shem Repsayim Hashem, or according to a mayor, use a Moich. So say too with this other man, use a Moich, or just say Shem Repsayim Hashem. What's the difference between somebody else and the husband? So the Teretz is because we say that we're concerned maybe that she'll have a child, mess up her milk. So if the husband is the father of the child, so the father is going to make sure that nothing happens to the child. But if it's some other man, a strange man, to whom this child is not really his child, then there's more of a concern that maybe it's not going to play out right for the child, and we're going to be more concerned over there. When we don't Yevamah Stachman Beis, we spoke out that the Chachma Shloimer of Shloimer Kluger in his Agoyz Chachma Shloimer says that that was only B'mei Chazal with Alocha was this is halacha l'maysa. But bizman hazeh, he said in his times, women didn't nurse anymore for 24 months, so the halacha was yud ches chaydesh, only 18 months. Shlein Kluger said that although you'll tell me that once the chachabim make a takana, it's a davish of a minion, and ain bezin yachal vatal divrei bezin chaveroi, elim king godom imen of a chachum minion. So how does bezin have a right today? You'll tell me the mitzvah has changed, who cares? It's a davish of a minion. It shouldn't really matter. So he brought a raya from a toys to some gold of him base, where the Gemara says the Rebbe wanted to be mavat. Tishabov and Tishabov. It's a Dovish of a minion. Bezin's 
allowed to be mevatel davar shabbat minyan. Tosfos says two terutzim. The first terutz Tosfos says is the Rebbe wasn't going to be mevatel tishubav legamri. He was going to take away the chumras that tishubav has over an ordinary tainus. But really, he was going to keep it as an ordinary tainus. It says Rishlam Lukuvi. You see from Tosfos that the halacha of davar shabbat minyan is only if you're being oikud the takana legamri. But if you're not being oikud the takana legamri, then you don't have the halacha. So to tweak the takana from chavtal uchayish yudchayish chaydish, that's not going to be a problem. Ramoshan in the Grismosha, Ebenezer Chelik Beis, the Mentas brings this tshuva from Shlomo Kluger. The whole simon is regarding the Chiddush of Shlomo Kluger. That's the title of the simon, and he brings the and he brings from his son Rab David. David Feinstein, who asked a, a Shailam of Shlomo Kluger's lumnus from also the Gemara in the beginning of Sachtas Megillah, because the Gemara says that Megillah Nekrasp Yiralf Yubez Yugimel asks the Gemara Yiralf Yubez Yugimel. It was uh, the the whole. Halacha of Megillahs from the Anshe Knesset How could we be mavatal? It's a Dovah Shebe Minyan. You're not being mavatal, the Dovah Shebe Minyan, according to Shlomo Kluger. You're only tweaking it. You're saying it's not Dafka, Yudal Tazvav. It could also be Yudal Yubez or Gimel, Ramosha likes the Shaila. And either way, Halacha Lamaisa, Ramosha argued with Shlomo Kluger, and he said, no, so Ramosha said that although I don't agree with the reasoning of Shlomo Kluger, however, I think Shlomo Kluger is right, because Although it's true the Chav made a takana of Chav Dalat Chaydish, but the takana wasn't Chav Dalat Chaydish. What was the takana? A main necklace is not allowed to get married. How long do people nurse? So that depends. Every kufa is different. Every zman, every country, every culture is different. So Rav Moshe said, depending on the culture, that's how you're going to know what the halach is. Shlomo Kluga understood that the Dovah Sheba Minyan was, you can't get married for 24 months after you have a child. How could you change that? The Territ says, we're only tweaking it. We're not changing it. Rav Moshe says, I agree with the Psaq halacha, that it's not a Dovah Sheba Minyan to change Chav Dalat Chodesh, but not for Shlomo Kluga's reasoning. I believe that if the Takana was Chav Dalat Chodesh, you wouldn't be able to change it. The Takana was never Chav Dalat Chodesh. Takana was Meinekes, can't get married. How do you define Menekes? It used to be Haftal Chaydesh, maybe a change. What's the Halacha Lamaisa? Ramosha says if you want, you can be Makel 21 months. I assume this is Halacha Lamaisa. 21 months, Chaf Alef Chaydesh. He doesn't like Yudches Chaydesh, he likes Chaf Alef Chaydesh. You have to like to look at the Tshuva and see why he was more comfortable with that. Just one other interesting Shiloh, the Mogan Avram in Hilchas Tainis, in Simon Tov Kuf Ayan Aleph, he brings. He declares a Shiloh, but Bagris is six months after Nairus. What about a Shonam Uberis? What about if it's a leap year? So there's going to be 13 months in the year. Is it still six months? Or maybe then it's seven months? Maybe then it's six and a half months? So the Magan Avram says he thinks it's going to be the same six months. Because the only time leap years impact the halacha is when it's totally in a year. So if you tell me the halacha is a year, so a leap year is a 13 months. But it's not a din in half a year, it's a din in six months. So six months is six months. It doesn't matter if the year has 13 months or if the year has 12 months. Dr. Kiveger, I'm not sure why the Magan Avram even had a Shaila. I have a Mufurish Erayer. Kiveger and Shulchanach. I have a Raya from the Gemara right here in Ksuba, Staf Lamatasam and Aleph. Because the Gemara was trying to come up with a Metzias, how it's possible for a Naira to get pregnant and have a child before she became a Begaris. The Gemara had an issue with that because the Zman between Nairas and Bagaris is six months. And no one has children for six months, says Rabbi Kiveger. Although women don't give birth. Levav Chadashim, Lezayin Chadashim, they do give birth. If in a leap year, but this man of Bagris is more than six months, it's seven months, and the Gemara has a perfect case. It happened in a Shonamu Beres, and that's how she became pregnant when she was a Naira, and she had the child. So Zokram Kivay gets beforeish in the Gemara. Otherwise, the Gemara would have had a perfect date. So, so he says he's not sure. He says that it. Why the Mogan Avram even entertained that sad that the Zman of Bagras should be impacted with a Shonamu Beres? It would seem to be a Mufurish Gemara right here in Mesachtas Ksubas. Look the Mishnah Vaiter. Hamavata Noisein Shloisha Dvarim Va'Oynes Arba. So in addition to the Chiv Knaz, an Oynes a Mafata has to pay additional 
Chiyuvei Momin, and an Oynes is four. Hamafata, what are the three? Boishes, Upgam, Uknas. So the Knas that we know, that's the 50 Kesef. Boishes, he embarrassed her, and Pgam, he... The Gemara will explain what the Pgam is. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is, as we saw earlier in the parak, that you would have thought that it could be the 50 kesef that the Chacham already obligated the Mephata to pay, inclusive in that was the fact that he was Mavayashar and he caused the Pgam. That's the Chiddush. Chamishim kesef is for the Hanah Shechiva, the Gemara said earlier in the parak. In addition to that, you still have to pay Bayesha Subkan. Most of all, of Oynes, the Oynes has an additional Chi of Momen, Shenoisen es Hatzak. The Gemara will explain all this. Mabi and Oynes and Mephata. What's the difference between Oynes and Mephata? An Oynes the Oynes has to drink from the cup. He has to sleep in the bed he made. He has no choice but to marry this woman, even if he doesn't like her. What does that mean? That the Oynes has to be Shoyse Batsitsa. Again, we'll explain all this in the Gemara. Even then, he has no choice. He has to marry her. As opposed to the Mafata, he has options, as we'll see. If she Turned out uh, she was Mazana Tachtov, she's a Saita. Oisha ain't a real love of Israel. Let's say she was a Mamzera, she had some other issues. Ain't a Rashoi Lakaima, Shinema Valesil, Isha, Isha Ruilo. It says in the Torah, you can only, there's only a mitzvah to marry if you're allowed to marry her. But if you're not allowed to marry her, then there's no mitzvah to marry her. One of the most famous Gemaras in Shas is Ksubis And it starts with the Gemaras Kasha. Why can't an Oynes or a Mafata marry a woman that's a Isha, Shain a Ruilo? It's a mitzvah Sasei in the Torah, Valesil, Isha. So let the Asay of or whatever the loisa say it is. So that is Bezrat Hashem Shabbos' daf. Says the Gemara, Tsar the Mai. So we said a Mafata doesn't pay Tsar, but a Ma'anis does pay Tsar. What exactly is the Tsar? What Tsar does a Ma'anis cause the woman that he was Ma'anis? So it's interesting that the Gemara would even have such a Shiloh. Omer Avua de Shmuel, Savua de Shmuel said, Tsar Shechofta al Gabi Karka, that if a man is Ma'anis, a woman, he usually throws her on the ground, and the Tsar of her being thrust on the ground, that's the Tsar that he has to pay for. Maskot or Abzeira, Elamayata, Chofta al Gabi Shira, Inochinami the Potter. So let's say he didn't throw her on the ground, he threw her on a bed. So then she's Potter, then he's Potter. Bechite, Machinami maybe is Potter, but time we went to the Bryce Rabshim, when you die, Mishra Rabshimit. Oynes in the Mishalma said Tsar. Rabshimit said, and Oynes doesn't pay Tsar, Nipnei, Shesoifa, the Hitstar Tachas Bailo. Because this Tsar that she has now, she's going to end up having anyways. And Amr they told her back, no, she'll eventually have a Bia anyways. We're talking about a girl that never had Bia. She's a Psula. She'll eventually have Bia, but still, there's a big difference between Nevelis Pa'inus and Nevelis Baratzen. So you see clearly then that it has nothing to do with Chafta al-Gabikarka because although it's inevitable that she'll have a Bia, it's not inevitable that she's going to be thrown on the floor. That's not. So you see clearly that that's not the Tsar that we're discussing. Incidentally, I wonder if this Rav Shimon is Rav Shimon L'shitasa. Rav Shimon in Shas always holds Kolo'i made ligzois kegazuz dami zika in the sugi zika is kechnusa dami that anything that's going to happen halakhically we could look at it as if it happened already. Rav Shimon says Oynes ene mishalam es hatzar mepeisha soifa le'tzar tachas bailo maybe. Elo merav nachman omer rabbi baravus so the bottom line is what is the tzar of an Oynes? Tzar shal pisu karaglayim it's the tzar of her separating her legs that's just a more fine way of saying it's the tzar of the Bia itself, the Chenu Oimer, the Navi Yecheskel referred to the Yidin as women who had strayed Zainus, that the Yidin were willing to spread their legs to anyone that passed by. 
despite the fact that it involved some sort of pain. So you see in that Pasuk that there's an element of pain that there is at the time of Tashmish, and that's the Tsar that the Ma'anis has to pay. So if you're telling me the pain is the pain of Tashmish, then a Mafata should also have to pay Tsar. If it's the fact that she was thrust to the ground, so that the Ma'anis did, the Mafata didn't do that. But if it's the Tsar of the Tashmish itself, then what's the difference between an Oynes and a Mafata? So the Gemara says, Omer Av Nachman, Omer Av Baravu, Moshal de Mafuta, Lamad of if you want to explain the concept of Mafuta, it's similar to Adam Shabbat Chaver Krashi Ryan Shali Vehi Potter. A man tells his friend, "Tear my begged." So what's the halacha? He's potter if he tears it. So to the mafuta, the reason she's not entitled to tzar is because she agreed to it. So mean that she agreed to it, she can't now obligate him to pay it. But the Gemara says, Shali, Dabunino, it's not even hers. If she's getting the tzar, so let's say she was a yesoyma mafuta, so then the halacha would make sense why she shouldn't get tzar. Because she agreed to it, so it's as if she told the man, here my beggar, that you can't come now and be teveya for him being a mazik. But Dabunino... It's not really hers. There's an important place to say the second place on the Yomid. There's a choice, Reish Memvav Aleph. It's a classic Sheba Classics. And uh, we'll have to get to that one day. But it's not for today. El hashtag classic Sheba Classics. El Amr Nachman, Amr Baravua, I'll tell you the reason. You want to know why Ma'anis pays Knas, pays Tsar, and Mefata doesn't pay Tsar? I'll tell you what I heard from the wise women. The wise women told me, Mefuta ain't no Tsar. Mefuta has no Tsar. It's not true. The Matthias says, she does have Tsar. Every time a woman has Tashmish, there's an element of Tsar. Amr Abayas, Abayas said, Amr Liyem. My mother told me. Abayas never saw his mother. The woman who raised him told him, Kemaya. The pain that a woman has is similar to the pain that a bald man has if you pour really hot water on his head. Meaning there's like a little tingle. There's a, a, a tip, but that's not really pain. The pain is negligible to the pleasure that he has from what happened. It's the same idea regarding the woman's pleasure that she has b'shas tashmish. Rava, ma, Rava said, Amrali bas Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda's daughter told me, Rava was married to Rav Chizda's daughter, ki rivda de kusilta, it's the pain that a person has if you, if you put a needle inside him, that's it, to draw blood, so that little tweak, that's what the pain is similar to, again, it's negligible, Rapapa, Amrali bas abasurot, that was his wife, ki kusha de chinchi, it's the feeling that a person has when he puts hard bread on his palate, so again, there's a little bit of a tip, a little bit of a tingle, but negligible, relevant, relevant to the big picture. So a little bit more. We'll finish at least the skinny lines. That it's the tsar is negligible. As opposed to a ma'anis, there the tsar is a little bit more severe, and it's for that reason that that's going to be the halacha. Actually, before we go weiter, so we mentioned the Chachma Shlomo before, one other of Shlomo Kluger, beautiful, a classic. Shlomo Kluger was asked the following Shiloh. We're familiar with the halacha of Pituik Tana Oynes. So, what's the halacha of Pituik Tana Oynes? That if somebody is mafata Oktana to have Bia, so the halacha she has the din of an oynus. Where's the halacha pita tana oynus? Where was it said? It was said regarding an ashes ish, a ktana who's married midday rice. So how could a ktana be married midday rice? Her father was mekadasher. She's now married midday rice. So she 
Birotzen was Mazana Tachas Baila. The Allah is if she's married to a Yisrael, she's going to be Muteres Le Baila because Pituk Tanoinis. We look at her as if she was Nensa. And in Ashes Yisrael, she's Nensa Tachas Baila, is Muteres Le Baila. It's only if it happened Birotzen that she's going to be also Le Baila. We've spoken that in the past. The Rambam doesn't pass him like the Allah of Pituk Tanoinis. The Rabbit is Matmiya. How could the Rambam not pass him like a Mufurish Sugi Sashas? The Kesef Mishnah says, He passed the I searched the entire. Torah, I couldn't find any Makar to the Rambam. There's a possible Makar in Ksubis Daftas. We spoke to that in Ksubis Daftas, the first recording on Ksubis Daftas. So there are some Mara Makarimis to the Halacha of Pitek Tana Oynes. Rabbi Shlomo Kluger was asked the following Shailah. A Ktana that was Nespatza. Pitek Tana Oynes. What about with regards to the Halachas of Oynes and Mephatah? The Mishnah, you see, there's Nafkuminis between Oynes and Mephatah. Tsar, different Nafkuminis that the Mishnah mentioned that we went through quickly that we'll see tomorrow. So, does she have a din of an Oynes? Pitek Tana Oynes? Or maybe she has a din of a Mephatah. That was Nishal. That was the question. Nishalti. Kimon de Leroyva Poiskin Pitek Tana Oynes. So, im afpo zehavi Oynes. What's the halacha? Veheshafti she'en kan mokim sofik. Shlomo Kuger comes out. It's poshit that she would not have a din of a anoynis. He wouldn't have a din of anoynis. He would have a din of a mafata. And the reason is because at the end of the day, he wasn't ma'anaser. He was only mafata to her. Pituk tana anoynis just means says with Shlomo Kuger that with regards to an ish that's mezanatachas bailo that becomes also a bailo. So you would need a certain element of rotsin in order for it to become also a bailo. Tan is not shayach to that. But to tell me that when he forces her, it's so b'oynis, that when he's mafater, it's so b'oynis, that he has a din of a ma'anis, that it's not going to be in. He says, if you want to know the rule, v'aklal kachi, the pitu iktana, loy nechshav, loy oynis, it's not oynis and it's not rotsin. Gabi knas didosh kinsa teira oisalias neser beinen rotsin mamish v'chol da havi bekatnusa lehavi berotsin uptura aval knas didosh kinsa teira oisal beinus bezet when she's mezana berotsin she becomes also labayla it's not rotsin therefore she doesn't become also labayla the fact that he has to pay the more chomer the knas when he's ma'anas a woman that's based. On the fact that he was ma'anaser, aimed by loy rotsen v'loy oynes, so therefore, although Peter Ktana oynes regarding her not becoming also a bailo, Peter Ktana is not an oynes with regards to him being treated as a ma'anes versus a mafata. So the Mishnah said a oynes noisimiyat, and the mafata is likishe yotzi. So the oynes, the the ma'anes has to pay knas right away. The mafata only pays knas. Literally, Lekishayetzi means when he gives her a get. So the Gemara asks, Lekishayetzi, Ishti, Ishtahi, they're not even married. So what does that mean? You pay Knas Lekishayetzi. I'm Rabbi Yehemo, Lekishayetzi. What it means is that in the event he decides not to marry her, that's when he pays Knas. So the Oynes pays Knas right away. The Mafata only pays Knas if he chooses not to marry her. And the truth is, it's Mefurish in the Pasuk. These nuances are Mefurish in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says... This is the parish of Oynes. Number one, Number two, You have to marry her, and you have to stay married to her your entire life. That's the Allah of the Oynes. By the Mafata, the Lashon is a little bit different. If they don't get married, then Kesef so the Oynes automatically has to pay Knas. The Mafata only pays Knas 
married. So that's the second nafkamina between the oynas and the mafat mentioned in the Mishnah. So it's not when you give her a get, you're not married. So it doesn't make sense to be talking about a get. But rather, in the event that the mafata doesn't marry this girl, then he has to pay the knas, as opposed to the ma'anis that has to pay the knas, irregardless. Tanya, nami, hachi, afapisha, omra, mafata, noisein, likishalo, yichnois. Although the mafata only pays knas in the event that they don't get married, the boisha subkam that the Mishnah said that the mafata also has to pay, noisein miyad. The echad ha'oines, which, so what's the tanya, nami, hachi? You see that the mafata only pays knas, likishalo, yichnois. The echad ha'oines, the echad ha'mafata, bein hi, or bein avi, yichelim la'akiv. Whether he was ma'anis or a mafata, her, either her or her father, they have a right to refuse and say, I don't want to get married. In that case, so although there's a mitzvah, the woman or the woman or the girl's father have a say in the matter. So if they decide that they're not interested in marrying this guy, then I'm mechuyif to marry. It says, It says, And we dash it in. He asked me, So from it, we know that the father, that's the Pashup shot in the Pasuk, and even she herself, that we learn out from Yemayin, have a right to refuse and decide not to get married. But by Yemayin, it doesn't say anything before. But I understand that she can refuse and say, I'm not interested in marrying this Guy, except it says Veloisia, and from the word Tia we darshan midaita Elovia minolon. How do you know that the father has any opinion, any say in the matter? So if the father says, "I don't want you to marry my daughter," Michetesi, the Torah says Veloisia Elisha. Bishloim by my foot, it says Mefurish. Imoyin Yemoyin Avia. But over here, how do you know not? So actually, we had earlier in the parak Gzeir Shavas between Oynas and Mefatis. So you have to know why when you use the Gzeir Shavas, when you don't use the Gzeir Shavas. But that's the Gemara Shailo. Amr Abaya, Abaya said Shlo Yehechayt Neski. You know why? We don't want this chayte to benefit from the fact that he was ma'anas this woman. Because had he not been ma'anas her and he wanted to marry her, the father would have to consent. Otherwise, he wouldn't be allowed to marry her. Now that he was ma'anas her, all of a sudden the father has no opinion. Now he can somehow talk her into agreeing to marry him and suddenly she's going to be married. It makes no sense. Rava, my Rava says, The mafata did less wrong than the ma'anas did. He was only over al-dasavia. The father's not happy with what happened. She, she agreed to it. El al-dasavia, bavat. And the, What's the halacha? Still, the father has a right to be ma'akiv. Although the avera mitzad the mafato was a lesser avera, the ma'anis who did more wrong, he was even not only al dasavia but also al dasatzma. He forced her into the bia as well. Like koshkin, and certainly the father should have an opinion. Says the gemara. What was Abaya's reason that the father has a say by oynis? Rav said this chayt is not being nisgar anyway. Because So although maybe he's gaining in one element, but generally speaking, he's not a chaytaniskar. Abai Rava, Abai didn't hold like Rava, Mafata Aviyunami It could be the Mafata where the man himself has an option to refuse. He's not Mukhuif to marry her if he decides to marry her, then he's potter from paying knas. But it's not a chiyav, so maybe there avio nami matzi. But oynes, the iu loy matzi ma'akiv, avio nami loy matzi. So there is a tzara choymer and mafata over manes, so maybe that would impact the salach as well.